Shane Jeremy James. Hey Shane, how are the crutches today? They're uh, standing up. They're standing up. I'm sitting down. <laughs> the leg is coming along. Yeah, it's really amazing. You can stand without the crutches now. I can stand without the crutches now. Yes. Yeah. Still need them for walking. We just actually went for about a 40-minute walk. It was kind of nice. Beautiful sunny day out in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And get that. I went for a 40-minute walk on crutches. So if you're sitting there right now in your head saying, I cannot exercise, or I'm not going to go exercise, but I can go on crutches, you've got a little bit of a problem going on. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a challenge, and we need to find a solution, so keep tuning in, because i got the solution for you. That's how I work. That's right. So if you got to start with one block, start with one block and work your way up. And one block in our case would be probably the first podcast, so that would be probably something like, I think, a mission statement. You know, you created your mission statement. If not, go back to podcast one and learn how to create the mission statement. Post it on your wall so you can go in your unconscious mind so you can create a change in your life. Watch this stuff works. Whatever you do, don't do what I say because just you might create a change in your life, eh? Hey? Yeah, what would happen then? Yeah, what would happen then? Get fit. Whatever you do, you, you wouldn't want to better your life now, would you? No. You tell I'm being a little sarcastic just, on that one. Just a little bit. So, last time we talked about the world's fattest countries. Oh, that's right, we did. We did. And it kind of brings up a question. We had a couple people email us and they said, you know, I, I lost 10 pounds and I put 15 back on. I lost 15 pounds, put 20 back on. Uh, you know, I did a little bit got a little success and then went backwards and uh, you know like why can I not keep the weight off and I guess why are people failing I mean if we've got this obesity epidemic going on you know more and more people are failing at staying in good shape yeah it's an epidemic across the world right yeah, everywhere and why 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 are people not changing when every two weeks there's another guru that comes out with a new book there's another person that comes out with a, another CD program. People are probably like, let's say, well, you do that, Shane, when I get the answer. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, the front page of the local paper was uh, a, um, a camp for fat teens or something. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it was amazing. And it shows this, the, this large young woman walking away from the camera. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, so I mean, it's everywhere. People are talking about it. People know about it. It's one of those things like everybody talks about it nobody does anything about it. Well, yeah, and it's getting worse because whether it's stats by 2015 or 2020, it's supposed to be 79% of women will be overweight. Yeah, that's not good. And men, it's like just under that. And the obesity is like at 35% then, something like that by 2020. Yeah. So that's a massive epidemic. So back to the question, really, why is this all happening? Why, why can't we get a grasp on this? Why, can we, why can't we get a control on what's happening in this world that's creating a lot of heartache for people, kids, families, you know, everything? Yeah, the, the, it hurts yeah. people's self-esteem, it hurts their work. The first thing is, is what we teach. Bottom line is this. Everybody comes out with a new diet. Everybody comes out with a new exercise program. Yeah. They did that since 1929, right? But it's still not working. Right. It's just not working. Until you change your thinking process, your patterns and your behaviors of your thought process, you'll never win. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't actually at all anymore teach exercise first or diet first at all. Right. Nothing. And I've changed some of my teaching because before I preach that more, yeah. but I don't teach any of that anymore. First, you've got to get your thinking and your behavioral changes 
or you won't, because you have to get yourself motivated. It all starts with that uh, little gray thing uh, between our ears. That's right. And, and that's the little stuff, um, like, say, goal setting. Mm-hmm. You know, learning how to goal set, doing mission statements. You know, and then I have more in-depth programs, you know, coming on stuff like, you know, your brain and your frontal lobe and the unconscious mind and all that kind of stuff that I teach. But that's more in-depth stuff. But at first you've got to get the basics down to change the thinking process to change the behavioral patterns that you've been producing for so many years because what happens is you're just caught up in life. You're caught up in doing the same thing all the time. And what happens is then you automatic pilot. Automatic pilot. And then you just go back to the exact same way. So you you go, oh cool, here's a new diet and you get on board for a while and it's probably some kind of stupid diet where you just cut your calories and then you're all like, yay, this is fun. And it's totally wrong. And then you do lose the weight because some some nutty guru says that you're supposed to cut your calories because he knows how to make money in his pocket and he understands how to drop the weight fast and then all of a sudden when you snack and you cheat a little bit you gain all his bloody weight back. Yeah. Well why is that happening? Because the thinking process hasn't been changed. And you know the and, and the clients that work with me a hundred percent change um I have a huge success rate, and you know that. Yeah. And my huge success rate is just due to the fact that we change the thinking process first. Right. We change habits. We change patterns. We change behavior. We change all the thinking. And then we add in exercise and diet at the same time. And when we start changing that, people's just results skyrocket. They go to a whole other level, right? Yeah. It's kind of like I always laugh, you know, there's, you know, even gurus like, what's his name we talked about earlier on, Richard Simmons. You know, and he was on David Letterman the other night, and they said, oh, Richard, what are you really teaching? He said, you got to move more, and you got to eat healthy. Yeah. And I would be, if I was on there with them, I'd say, well, how come everyone's getting fatter, Richard? Right? Because they're not moving more and they're not eating yeah. healthy. We're all not on drugs like you. <laughs> so we hope you're listening, Richard. We love you. Yeah, that's right. If I ever dress in those shorts, please just... Take care of me, Scott. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll kick the crutches out for my yeah. nephew right there, and that'll be the end of it. But you know, he has, somebody like that has did well. You know, he steps up and he does promote fitness, and he does promote to move more, and he does promote healthy eating. Right? Yeah. It's just we've got to get even more of the gurus and the celebrities and, and people in leadership to get on board and start realizing that it's about the thinking process first. Mm-hmm. And you know, even even the fitness stars teach well. You got to exercise, and you got to eat healthy. Well, if you can't get yourself motivated at the gym because your brain's stopping you, how can you do that? You can't. It's, it's just, it's literally impossible. Well, everybody knows you need to eat well, and everyone knows you need to exercise, and the question is, why don't we? That's right. And that's, the, that's where we come up with our answers. It's, a, you know, it's 100%, right? The thinking, right? So, I mean, a few thinking tips right now might be something like, uh, how about sleep? You know, are you getting enough sleep and relaxation? Right. Are you getting enough? Well, most of us are very overstressed. That's right. And why are we overstressed? Well, stress is just an emotion that we actually create in our brain. So that's, you know, that's kind of funny because we actually created ourselves. Yeah. Right. I don't really. Well, it's a reaction to our situation. Yeah. It's the meaning that we uh, meaning that we attach to events that happen in our life. Yeah. I don't get stressed out. Well, why don't I get stressed out? Because the meaning that I attach to events in my life are not big. Right. Right. Yeah. Nothing's. 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 Nothing's big to me. I mean, I mean, even well, cancer. If I caught cancer one well, day. You're freaking lame. Yeah, but that's just minor. Seriously, <laughs> that's nothing. Right. I know, but it's just nothing. Even more pain than he's ever felt before yeah. in his life, folks. <laughs> it's just a challenge, right? It's, it's a challenge. It's a little challenge, right? Yeah. But uh, I feel weird. But even if you got, even if if I were to get cancer one day. I mean, it's the meaning that I attach to that. So I can create that stress and go, oh my God, 
I have this much to live, or I can call up everybody and say, hey, let's party and celebrate the rest I got left. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it's just everything is how you're going to attach that to. And, and like I said, you create that stress in your head. We were, gonna, we were talking a little bit about, about sleep, and, and I guess you could create energy in there. And I was going to go into a little bit even talking about, you know, meditation. Yeah. You know, and, well, you know I love meditating. Yeah, meditation is a very important, you know, important process to losing weight. Now you think about this, again, what am I doing? I'm teaching about the brain. We're teaching about thinking. Meditation is a part of the brain. That's right. And you know, to sit down and self-reflect on yourself, and I just created that CD on the frontal lobe, and I'm not going to go too in-depth with it because we'd be here for like seven hours, but the, the, a good process is becoming a good observer of yourself yeah. and being an observer of yourself and then learning how to do what I call mental repetition, and that, that's, you know, that's meditating almost, but I mean, all of a sudden in the CD, I, I go a lot more in depth and, you know, that's, there's more to it, but I mean, we don't have, a, you know, we don't have hours and hours right now, so, but that's the main thing, of sitting down and self-reflecting on yourself. Yeah, and that's part of what you're talking about in terms of your mission, in terms of your goals, mm-hmm. what you want, that's, that's huge. That's right, and, and when you're talking about your mission and your goals and you're talking about, say, observing yourself and self-reflecting and maybe meditating, is talking about asking yourself the right questions. And when I say that is, when you sit down and you're actually going to do your meditation, ask yourself the right questions that will bring up the right answers. So people often see, I go, yeah, are you meditating? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you do? And they say, well, I sit down and I just think about what I want. And I said, no, that doesn't really work. You need to ask yourself the right questions to bring up the right answers to change the the mind and the unconscious mind that goes to work for you. That's right. Because we're both between 3 and 5% conscious mind and 95 and 97% sub or unconscious. That's right. So why not get the 95% of you that you're not really aware of doing all the work so the 5% of you can just sort of say, well, this is kind of what I like. Mm -hmm. And the key to that, of course, is knowing what it is that you want. And as we've often said, asking the right questions gives us, uh, has a direct impact on the quality of our lives. Mm, very much so, right? And in being very specific about what you want, people are a lot of times too generalized about what they want. So they never really get what they want. You know, they flutter all over the place. So if you're very specific about what you want and you're meditating it, you know, I, I want to be at this exact weight by this exact date and this is exactly how I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to settle for anything else. Right. That's being really exact on what you want. Then you, then you create that image in your head. It creates, produces the feelings in your body. And then you get out of the thinking-feeling loop, right? You know, some motivational speakers keep thinking... You, you th- uh, what are some teachers? Think, and then you, you feel, feeling, and then you take action. action. And then you get a result, but it doesn't work that way. Because what happens is the brain, you know, totally does not even close to work that way. What happens is you go thinking and feeling, and then you go thinking and feeling. And so you're in a loop, thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling. The yeah. majority of people can't take action. And Absolutely. That's, and that's what I'm talking about, teaching the brain for weight loss. Okay? Anybody listening right now, and I tell all your friends this too, if you go to any program or sign up for anybody's program and they don't teach in-depth brain first, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to create a change. You think you're going to be able to just walk in there and change the patterns that you've conducted for the last 10 years of your life without changing any thinking process? No, you're not. You don't even know what your patterns are. No, that's right. You know, like, I can say that quite, you know, frankly, the chances are most of us have no idea what the patterns are. No, and that's when we, if we go back to what I talked about earlier, I said become a good self-observer of yourself. Yeah. That's when you're going to find out the patterns and really how you run your thinking process. Yeah. Like I've been looking at the last few uh, ladies that I've been dating, and they are 
Did you date ladies? I date wonderful ladies. They're beautiful. And they're great. Problem is, is that they're all. I thought you did, guys. They're. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can tell I like the joke. Uh, See what is? Oh, three to cut off. I gotta say that. What's the best medicine? Laughter. There we go. I gotta laugh. All right. Go ahead. Well, what I was gonna say is, I'm beginning to notice because we've been talking about patterns for two years, and I'm beginning to notice like, oh, that one has the characteristics of this person that I dated three years ago and some of the characteristics of the person I dated eight years ago. And this one has a lot of characteristics of the gal that I dated like three months ago. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, why am I attracted to these people and I'm seeing what these hooks are? And of course, there's some things about these people that were great and I really liked and some things that weren't. And of course, they're both, I'm getting both, of, I'm attracting both the good and the bad yeah. over and over and over again because I'm just repeating the patterns. And the sooner I re- recognize that, then I can decide, you know, maybe do something different. Yeah. You're repeating the patterns because you're addicted to the same emotional states of the feelings that you had before mm-hmm. from the last one. So once you understand that, you're creating that same pattern, and those are the same feelings that you're looking for, but they might not even be the best feelings. No. You're just used to them. So you want to go back to that same feeling. And so you break out of that feeling. You know, then you can take the action. Just like I said, you know how we were thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling? Yeah. That's if, you, if you're doing this, changing the same, same women. That's all you're doing is you're caught up in that same emotional addiction, right? Yeah. So, so that's with women, it applies equally to ice cream cones. Uh, now I'm probably going to get shot because the women that date are listening to this right now, so I probably won't leave my house for the next two months. <laughs> you told him to wake up with me. You told him about changing of my emotional addiction. I had him right where I wanted him. <laughs> I was going to give him pizza tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're not going to put this actually podcast out. I just thought. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what else can we do to to help people not fail? I think another important step is sit down and, and look at the environment you're in right now. What kind of type of environment is around you? Mm-hmm. From your your living conditions to your friends to your family members. I mean, you can't get rid of family members, but what type of environment are you in? Because that, a lot of times we ought to create new neural connections in the brain. So that's the only way we can change and get out of our mundane, boring life. Mm. And get out of our mundane, boring life is when we're going to create change in our way. That's when we're going to actually start to produce different results. Right. So what environment are you in right now? And what maybe can you do to create a different environment? You know, maybe you'll have to go out and get some new pictures and hang them on the wall because you've had the same pictures there for the last 10 years and you've looked at them the exact same way for the last 10 years. Yeah, or maybe it's a vacuum. Or maybe you have to vacuum. Well, I'm sure vacuum. What the heck is that? Clean the place. I guess. Okay, clean the place. Yeah, that's better. Vacuum. <laughs> clean the place. Yeah, maybe it's... Wash the windows. Wash the windows, Paint right? the walls. Paint the walls. Yeah, maybe it's just the same, right? You, you did that same thing for so, to another city. for so many years. Yeah, but just make sure you don't run away from your problems and hope that it's going to, uh, you know, fix in another city, right? right. But... But it's true, like look at the environment you're in, you know, the places you're going, the friends you're hanging out with. Do you need to create some new friends right now that are going to help you support your goals, support your, you know, wait, because why I'm teaching you this right now about the environment is because, like I said, it creates new neural connections in the brain. And that's the only way you can create a change, is to create new neural connections. So what I want everybody to do right now, here's the homework, is what you need to do is you need to go out and you need to create a completely different environment for yourself. It might be your bedroom, it might be your room, it might be in your house, it might be changing the pictures, it might be changing certain things, moving furniture around, putting a different picture up, putting your mission statement on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Different th- you know, things. Maybe you're going to go a different way to work tomorrow for the next three months, or you're going to go on a different walk, or you're going to join a different gym. 
or you're going to join a different, you know, healthy program, right? Buy carrots. That's right, buy carrots. Maybe, you know, you're going to do something, you just do something completely different, right? Yeah. Except don't stop doing my program because it's the only one you want to keep doing. Keep listening to the podcast. That's right. We teach mine first. That works first, right? And then go do whatever, right? So. <laughs> so, all right. So there's your homework. That's the homework. Create a new environment for yourself. And that will help change your weight because it's going to help change your brain, which in return helps you take action, which in return gets results, which in return helps you go out of the thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling loop where we're addicted to all those emotional states that we think are so darn good for us, but they're really not that good for us. And stop and become aware of yourself. Become an observer. Here's some more homework. Become an observer of yourself if actually those you're stuck in the same emotional addictions of thinking and feeling and thinking and feeling. And that's changing the environment too almost because you're changing, you've got to change things in your external world that bring in to your internal world that will change your thinking and feeling process. So as you do that, you know, you can look at the changes that come in that will change your brain for your internal world. Right. So that's really cool, Shane. So head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com and leave some comments. Let us know, you know, what have you changed? What patterns have you, uh, have you noticed? How, what have you observed about yourself? And, uh, and what you've done differently to change your environment. Totally. And what's your, what's your life change? I mean, I guarantee if you change it, some of that your environment, you'll completely change your motivation level. Mm-hmm. You'll start to get more motivated. Again, we only change our weight when we only change our health, not due to exercise and not due to eating. We change it from thinking first. Yeah. So let's get in the process of thinking first. Again, I'll reestablish this. If you're going to join any program and they have nothing about thinking in the brain when it comes to your weight, do not join it. Yeah, no good. Awesome. Thanks, Shane. You're welcome. Head over to www.weightlossinthemind.com and we've got our membership site there. We've got a whole bunch of great information for for members. We're adding to it on a monthly basis. Lots of audios and uh, works and exercise stuff. All sorts of good stuff. Lots of stuff to change your brain. That's right. Tons of stuff to change your brain. A lot of stuff on goal setting, mission writing, all mission statements. Statement. I, I guarantee you that if you follow my work and then take action on it and you do it, it'll not only change your weight, but it'll change your life. Yeah. Every area of your life because it changes your brain. I work with the brain. Yeah. So last four words, Shane, are think fit and be fit. See you all next time, everybody.